Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Let's talk about somebody else who is doing an amazing job, um, not only in her community, but also for a larger community. And this, uh, over the past few years, we've seen a lot of Asian hate crimes happening in North America, in Europe. And there's been lots of coverage around, uh, especially with the pandemic, you know, people that were perceived to be Chinese yep. who probably weren't yep. or, or who were perceived to be foreigners who probably weren't um, being blamed for the pandemic, being assaulted in some cases. Uh, it was a, it's been a very ugly time for mm. um, for Asians and uh, AAPI, as they call it, Asia Pacific uh, Islanders as well. Um, our next guest is somebody who decided to do something about it from an informational and a, uh, a learning perspective. Uh, May Lee is joining us now. She's a journalist, professor, activist, good friend of my, not only mine, uh, but the show as well. And she has created, developed from scratch last year, uh, a new course at the University of Southern California Annenberg School for Communications and Journalism called The Evolution of Asian Americans and the Media. And this is a, a, an amazing course just approved, and we wanted to get May on to talk about it, and its relevance not just to the U.S., but to uh, all Singapore. over Singapore, Asia, and the rest of the world. That was a long intro, but May, welcome <laughs> to the show. Give us the background. Why were you just finally so fed up? And I know you you were pushing hard for AAPI rights and, and against these discriminatory practices that were happening, but what pushed you over the edge to to develop this course? Yeah, you know, it, like you said in the intro, I've been fighting this Asian hate um, wave and um, explosion that started, you know, because of the pandemic, um, all the blame uh, going towards people who looked East Asian. Um, and so because of the activism that I started getting into accidentally, what I tried to start doing, and especially as a journalist, I really wanted to figure out what is at the core of this? Why is this happening? And what is the cause, the root cause? And what I realized was it was a huge lack of education hmm. when it comes to the AAPI experience and history in this country and also Asians around the world, right? So, you know, we're considered this monolith, right? All Asians are the same. Um, and so we're not seen as individual. And Part of the reason, a big reason for that is because there's been a lack of historical knowledge. So I always uh, draw this parallel in U.S. schools, at least. Um, slavery is taught, the history of slavery, right, and what happened to African-Americans when they were brought to this country. So most people have an awareness of that history. So there's uh, an understanding and empathy. People also are educated about the Holocaust, right? So you understand the Jewish experience. But when it comes to Asian Americans in, in this country, there's no classes. There's no education in public schools from K through 12 and beyond, even in college, uh, unless you s specifically you know, try to find those classes. So I said to myself, you know what? This is a problem. And if I'm teaching journalism students who are going to be the future storytellers and, and go out there in the media to tell stories accurately – they better have an understanding of this history yeah. and understand how the media 
has affected the narrative in very negative ways throughout the century. So that's why I developed this course. Well, let's just briefly talk about some of those negative ways. For the benefit of Singaporean listeners and viewers, give us a bit of context, May, of some, maybe some examples or incidents that you have seen or heard about around the schools, around the campuses and towns of America when it comes to the Asian American experience in the last few years. Yeah, no, great question, Floyd, because what's happened is that because there is a lack of understanding of what makes up Asian Americans here in this country and around the world, really, um, if you ask the average person, they don't know anything about someone who's Chinese versus someone who's Korean and someone who's Southeast Asian, right? Again, they think we're all the same. Mm. So because of that lack of awareness, there's a lot of stereotypes um, that have been created over the decades and over the centuries about who Asians are. Uh, Asians are all quiet. Uh, we are all the model minority, right? That the model minority myth. I, I think that- you've taken care of that one, May. We can check that one off. The yeah, quiet clearly. part. <laughs> I, know. So I, actually, I actually take it upon myself to be at, even louder than normal and create the stereotype, especially of Asian women, right? Yeah. Asian women yeah. are seen as docile and demure and quiet and reserved and also the hypersexualization of Asian women. Mm. So all of these things have persisted over time. And because of the lack of, again, reality in terms of history and events that really c- kind of create that better understanding of who we are and how we're all so different and that we're all not crazy rich Asians from Mm. Singapore. Mm. You know, all of these things matter. And when the media portrays us in this way and continue to do it in this way, that's why the public will always think this one sort of narrow, have this one very narrow view of who Asians are. May, so uh, let, to- me, let me just jump in on that because uh, the um, l- let's actually just take that example of Crazy Rich Asians because it, in some ways it was such a, a great moment for Asian American actors or Asian actors, not just Asian Americans, mm-hmm. but for Asian actors and, uh, you know, an A-list movie, a box office hit. And it was really, really being celebrated uh, as, a, as a wonderful uh, piece of filmmaking. At the same time it perpetuated so many stereotypes you know bad ones wow. about uh, young Asians and and the money and of course they used Singapore and Malaysia in there and didn't didn't spare any of the uh, over the top imagery mm. uh, and so right. how how do you i mean i, I know in, in in, in one way, you were happy about the movie, but in the other way, it's it's going against everything that you're trying to teach young journalism students about. How, 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 do you, how did you come to terms with that, that one particular yeah, we, example? We actually talk about that in my classes, but also that's a, a bigger conversation that's been had since the movie came out. And yeah, it's, 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 there's like a dark side and like a bright side to this mm. story, right? Mm. When Crazy Rich Asians came out, it really was a huge box office success. It was the first time in 20 plus years that an all Asian cast was in a movie that did really well, right? Mm. The first one was Joy Luck Club based on the Amy Tan yeah, book. Yeah, which I love. And so this was a huge success in terms of saying, wow, look, Asian stories with an all Asian cast can actually do well in Hollywood. Right. If it's a universal story that people are entertained by, they will come. And so that sort of broke through that whole idea that Asians and Asian stories cannot be successful. So that was that was the the positive. Yes, the negative, like you said, Glenn, unfortunately, it did sort of solidify and perpetuate the existing stereotypes that all Asians are rich and we have these lavish life 
lives and, you know, we have no worries in the world. Right. And that mm. is was, has been very dangerous because the statistics show that, for instance, in New York City, one in four a- adult Asians live in poverty. Mm. Right. And so when you share statistics like that, people are like, what? Wait, no, no, no. That's not right. Because Asians are all doing well. They're all educated. They're all professional. And that's not the case. And so that's why we have to break down these myths and stereotypes so that people understand that there is a difference. So therefore, you need to be more aware of what those differences are so you can approach this community and look at us in a different way. That's more realistic. Right. Neil, Neil, you've talked about this a lot over the over the years. I mean, just confronting these types of, of stereotypes and in many different ways. Absolutely. And I, ju- I did just want to add, there is a movie out right now called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once that May knows about that is just going bananas all around the world. It's a predominantly Asian cast written by Asians. It's got a lot of Oscar buzz, Glenn. I do think it's going to get Oscar nominated. Uh, I intend to see it very soon. And if Singaporeans haven't already see it, seen it, go and see Everything, everywhere all at once uh, yeah michelle yo is incredible have you seen it actually, you've seen it already oh yeah i saw it you know a while ago and i actually met michelle at a at a function when she was being awarded um an amazing woman so talented and i'm so happy for her because she is you know um older actress and she's being revered and celebrated for her acting you know because mm-hmm. she's been in this forever mm-hmm. right she's getting notoriety and um, the praise that she so deserves. So I think she's definitely going to be nominated for an Oscar and she might win. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Oh, that'd be great. But I wanted to ask you a bit about this course because it is a groundbreaking course that you've started from scratch. Just to remind people again, it's been taught at an American school. It's called The Evolution of Asian Americans and the Media. I know you don't want to give too much away, but maybe just a few little sound bites or tidbits from this course. What do you hope to get across to your students when you're looking at Asian Americans and the media? Give us the syllabus. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> in two minutes. <laughs> Hey, you guys, let me share a story. I had never written a syllabus for a college level course before. I mean, yeah. or for any course for that matter. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but <laughs> I managed to do it. And it, uh, you know, it really was pretty successful. I had to to- teach it two semesters for it to then be considered to become permanent curriculum. And then the curriculum, the committees go through a really rigorous process to do that. And I just got that approval just last month. So that's a big, big win for our cause. And I don't say it for me, it's a big win for our cause. So to go back to your question, Floyd, I mean, really the highlights of the course, what I wanted to do, like I said before, is really talk about historical events um, here in the States um, in terms of how Asian Americans, you know, their experience here, everything from the Chinese coming and building the transcontinental railroad, but then of course the 1882 exclusion act, which kicked them all out, right? And then going on to the Japanese incarceration during World War II and the murder of Vincent Chin in 1982. You know, all of these historic events that people never heard about or rarely learned Mm. anything about Mm. in Mm. school. And because of these events and the lack of that kind of awareness, people still think that Asians are, you know, we have no issues. We've never been persecuted. There's never been any racism against us when, in fact, it's exactly the opposite. And then I take the media story in terms of how the media, unfortunately, over the years, helped to mislead the public's perception of Asians. 
Um, and so journalism and the media really played a pretty powerful role in creating these stereotypes and these false narratives. So we have to dismantle all of this now. So the course really goes through an analysis throughout history of how the media and all these historical events were covered by the media and portrayed. Mm. Fascinating. May, is this a course that could be taught here at NTU or at NUS or anywhere else, uh, you know, a Chinese university in Hong Kong? Could it be taught anywhere? I absolutely think, and I'm just not doing this to pitch myself, but I really think this kind of course, because when we say media, um, you know, the power of the media is, you know, we, we can't argue how powerful the media is when it comes to influencing perception around the world, right? So especially when it comes to Hollywood and mm. things like that, movies have made a tremendous impact on the world's view of things. So if different countries actually become more aware of how we've all been programmed this way, every single one of us have been programmed. You think you haven't been? Yes, you have. Mm -hmm. And so we have to start analyzing ourselves and asking ourselves, wait a minute, how have I been? Oh my God, you know what? Since I was a kid, I've been watching movies that usually had a white person in it as the lead. And Asians were always like, you know, sort of like a dismissed character or they weren't the core story or, you know, unless it was a movie that was made in Hong Kong, right? But world media, world, the films that are like travel the world, those are the ones that have influenced all of us and we've been programmed. My mission is to deprogram people through this educational process and raise that kind of awareness. Whether you're a kid, you know, in first grade or an adult, I want to be able to open this door wide so people start becoming more aware of the fact that they don't understand or they've never been exposed to this kind of history. And I'm guessing nice. with something like this, you don't want to preach to the choir. You, you want non-Asian Americans to take part in this course as well, right? If you want to fix a problem, you need to deal with the problem. So I'm guessing right. this course would be very valuable to non-Asian Americans to learn about this situation. Completely. But it is, it's twofold. And I'm, I'm really glad you actually brought that up, Neil, because what happens is that what I realize is a lot of Asian Americans and Asians are also clueless when it comes mm. to this history, right? Because again, none of us were taught in school, mm -hmm. right? So unless we took it upon ourselves to read history books or like research, we were never exposed to this information. So therefore, mm. it, it really has to start with our community first to educate ourselves about our history. And then of course, non-Asians also should be exposed, you know, so that there is this understanding you know, amongst all communities, we can't live in our separate silos, right? Mm. I mean, we can certainly be, try to stay as insulated as possible, but how freaking boring is that, you know, if you don't know about other cultures and other communities and other people, right? So this is something that I want to be able to, you know, expose to everyone, including the Asian community. Yeah, wonderful. May, you going to take this back to your hometown, Dayton, Ohio, and teach it at the University of Dayton? That'd be kind of fun. Well, if, hey, if they want me, I would be more than happy to, especially since I grew up in Ohio. And of exactly. course, I was not taught anything like this. And I was like the perpetual foreigner all the time. So I would, would be... God, wouldn't that be poetic if I did go back and teach a class? Uh, I just remember over the years the stories you've told me about growing up in Dayton as, you know, the only 
foreign face, uh, Asian face, or one of very few, and and what that yeah. was like for you as a Korean American uh, growing up. So uh, yeah, that might be kind of poetic to to be able to do a presentation there. <laughs> but honestly, if people are interested in this kind of course and you know knowing more about it, just contact me because I it is I really do feel like it's a it's become a mission of mine to change right. the educational system. Um, and and incorporate this. May, thank you so much. Uh, May Lee, journalist, professor, activist, the creator of a new course uh, called The Evolution of the Asian Americans and the Media, being taught at the University of Southern California. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.